I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith. Smith. Here with your lovely co-host. Colton Davidson. And once again, I'm sorry about my voice, guys. I am still, like, just kind of recovering from an illness. So my voice is a little cracky, and it's a little hard for me to talk for a while, so this is going to be an interesting talk. I can see the tears rolling down <laughs> Shane's face. He is he is giving 110% to make this podcast for the listeners. He, it's like Michael... It's, this podcast is going to be like, like the Michael Jordan flu game. You know? It's going to yes. be incredible. It's That's what be, we're naming this podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> the, Michael, the, flu, the Michael Jordan flu podcast? There no, you go. We'll just shut Anyway... Yeah, I was coughing so hard the other day in one of my classes. I was taking an exam, and my eyes started watering like crazy. Yeah. And I went to turn in the exam. My professor was like, was it that bad? <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, no, I'm, I just can't do this. That's awesome. Anyways, guys, Colton mm-hmm. has the trivia question. I have the trivia question. The last time I came up with one, everybody got <laughs> mad at me because it was really, really, really hard. So I made this one kind of hard, too. I'm okay. just going to have... Alright, you ready? Bring it on. I like it. Alright, this NBA player on December 29th of 1997 oh, took just three minutes to foul out of the game. It is the quickest e- ejection of a game. Is it a player that someone would actually know who they are? I don't know. <laughs> I hate you. Alright, um, so 1997. Can you at least give me like the team that he All was right, on? Uh, he was... Um... All right, it was the it was the Dallas Mavericks. He played for the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks. In oh, 19- oh, he only played one season. <laughs> he only played one season. <laughs> he played one season and only played thirty nine games. Oh my gosh, how am I supposed to know this? You know all the kinds of random stuff about the NBA. Yeah, but I only know the stuff that you should know about mm. the NBA. This is an interesting question. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be so someone. It was done. It was done in an attempt to do, to like <laughs> do a hack a hack a shack okay. against uh, Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Okay. And this Wait. guy fouled him six times in a row, and Dennis Rodman made nine out of 12 attempts. <laughs> so this guy was only sent in to hack Dennis Rodman. He didn't get it. He didn't get, like, ejected because of he, like, punched somebody. Else. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea who it is, but I got to say, that is the saddest thing I've ever it's, heard. It, yeah. I mean, like, literally He just... averaged three points and 1.7 rebounds a g- per game. In his I don't know who season. it is, but I I feel for him. I'm gonna go, right after this podcast. I'm gonna go pray for this guy. Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah, his name was Bubba Wells. Yeah, I don't know. Bubba Wells. Thanks, Colton. So there's your for great... another trivia question that no one would yeah. know. If you if you're listening to this podcast and you knew that before he said the name, then we're giving you the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll send you the we'll we're, send you the microphone. I'm gonna send you everything. I'm gonna yeah. send you the microphone, the rights to my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shaden. Let's 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 kind of recap uh, the trade deadline. What what was you you, you just just kind of take us away here. Take us down a nice little stroll down memory lane of last Thursday. Okay, so the trade deadline. First of all, they're doing the trade deadline well before the All Star game. Yeah. From now on, and I really like good? that idea. Do you, so you like it? I really like that I idea because I'm I, I'm I'm hated the idea of like how last year Demarcus Cousins got traded during the All Star break. Like that's that just sucks. 
Like that's not fun. And he didn't even really get to see the court at the time because he was he was wearing the wrong team's jersey. Yeah. And so it's kind of like yeah, that's just unfair. So I like the idea of them trading. If you are an all star and get traded at the trade deadline before the all star game, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So, but um, it's I, I don't know I don't know I like the idea, but I think it has its issues. Um, but we had a pretty crazy trade de- trade deadline. Maybe one of the most active since I've been following the NBA. <laughs> Probably. Maybe, I mean, there well, weren't as far as like big name players being moved. There. Well, see, what I was gonna say is there weren't a lot of just like insanely big all star type players that were moved. Yeah. Um, other than like Isaiah Thomas, but like. But, but it, it was pretty crazy. Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers did the smartest thing they could have ever done. Right. Ever, and that was just kind of blow up, get some good younger guys, play around, around LeBron. LeBron, if they don't win a championship, he's definitely leaving this offseason. But I think the team is way better now. And he's going to want to stay with these guys. So, but, so even if they make the finals and he loses again, <coughs> you think he didn't come back? I think he's out. Well, even if they make it to Game Seven of the Finals and lose on a buzzer beater, I think he's gone. Really, I, I, I don't, do. I don't know where else this is going to go, and the Lakers aren't going to be any better. Anyone's going to want him, and I think if he's smart, he'll go to San Antonio. I think Maybe. if he's smart, he will sign with San Antonio, and that would that would help San Antonio also because if they sign him and keep Kawhi Leonard, that is a scary duo. Right it's there. a scary duo, but I mean, I don't, <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, that's the only place that actually like, makes sense for LeBron to go, other than Cleveland. So yeah. I, I really do. I, the I thing think, is, oh, sorry, sorry. I think the only reason he would actually stay is if they win a championship. I well, don't think there's anything. Else. I think he's. I think there's a definitely a doubt. I think it's like fifth. I think it's sixty fifty or sixty forty that he stays. I think he's, sixty. I think, he stays. Yeah, sixty. He stays because there's nowhere else. There's nowhere else that's going like those. The, the San Antonio Spurs aren't going to cater to his every wish and whim. Like the Cleveland Cavaliers have. You do realize LeBron pretty much said that he's leaving after the season. <laughs> like two reporters. Well, this was all before this was all before the trades and before you know, Look, the team the, is so much younger and better. The team is younger. They have a lot more they have some good talent, but I still don't think it's enough for LeBron to want to stay. The only okay, the only three is if he agrees <laughs> to go to the San Antonio where he's going to have to make huge sacrifices to his game. He's going to have to learn to get along with a coach who they're both gonna butt heads all the time, mm-hmm. or and so there's that, and or he can go out to L.A. and play with a bunch of really young, unproven guys, and Isaiah have, Thomas. Have, yeah, and Isaiah Thomas. Well, Isaiah Thomas is probably not gonna stay. Um, and then they have to. He's also gonna have to deal with the major distraction of Lavar Ball, and the only. I mean, the only other way that that even remotely looks attractive is if Paul George goes with him. First of all. I think um, I think LeBron at his old age and as big of an idiot as he is, I think he would take that those those roll cuts in San Antonio. I think he would be willing to do that. And also, I, just just seeing everything that's going, LeBron wants out of Cleveland. He him and the Cleveland manage, management up there yeah. butt heads all the time. They hate each other. They're yelling at each other all the time. He wants out of there. And that's why I'm saying even if they make it to the finals and they lose, he's not going to stay. Because I don't think, um, even with the guys he has in a few years, he's because LeBron's kind of at that point where like this is pretty much him for the next few years, right. and then he's eventually going to start declining. So I think LeBron's going to kind of try and go after one of those bigger teams, or just try and do something else. I just, I honestly just think he wants out of Cleveland. He wants something new, and that's why I'm, I feel like he'll leave unless they win the championship, which is more likely now than it was before, but it's still, it's going to be weird. So, just to kind of give everyone <laughs> a, a, uh, an outline of what the trade was. So, the Cavs 
the Cavs through three different trades got Rodney Hood from the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson from the Lakers, Larry Nance Jr. from the Lakers, and George Hill from the Sacramento Kings. They gave Dwayne Wade to Miami for a second round pick. They got and then they sent off Jay Crowder to uh, the Sacramento Kings and Channing Frye and IT and a draft pick went to the Lakers. Um, so I think first of all, I think the Cavs what they got. All great players. Yes. Um, I th- Rodney Hood, I was really sad that we didn't get Rodney Hood. I love Rodney Hood. I th- yes. Um, Jordan Clarkson, so, so good. And he has the opportunity. He's had the opportunity to play with uh, Kobe. Now he has the opportunity to play with LeBron. Mm-hmm. He's got all this awesome. Jordan Clarkson's a great player. George Hill, I think, is a really solid back or starting point guard that is someone that they need. Someone who, who can yeah. control himself. I think someone, um, I, mean, I did the podcast with Calvin, someone called him a, he was basically groomed as a clone of Tony Parker. He's just yeah. a little bit bigger. Yeah. Probably a little, a better offside shooter. A little bit bigger, not as good of a playmaker, um, not as crafty, yeah, but, but, he, but a little he, bit better of a shooter. He can yeah. stay in front of his man and he can hit, he can hit the open threes. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that, I think everything that Cleveland got was great. Um, the whole giving away, like Dwayne Wade going back to the heat, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. But, it it honestly was kind of a weird thing. It was it, more just like, look, we need to get let's get Dwayne Wade out of here and let's just let's just send him to Miami. It was basically just like they're just wanting to get rid of him. And I love that Dwayne Wade's back in Miami. He's where he should have been. He never should have left. Right. I hate the idea that he left in the first place. But he said he's this is it. He's and he's gonna finish his career there. So I'm really happy to see him back out there. The Jay Crowder thing broke my heart. Just because, like, you know about his mom and stuff? No. So, Jay Crowder's mom died. And he told, last thing he told his mom, this is true, last thing he told his mom was that he was going to win a championship that year. And right after that happened, they traded him to Utah Jazz. Which really, really sucks. And... At the, but at the same time, he's playing very well in Utah, and he fits the Utah-like game plan a lot better. Which, by the way, Utah has won, what, 10 straight now? Utah's playing, like, right, freaking straight. ridiculous. Donovan Mitchell, as much as I hate to say it, you were you were, you were dead on. I right. am beaming with joy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've told, I was perfectly honest, I just didn't want to say Ben Simmons or whatever I knew you were going to say. So I was like, I just, like... Donovan, I've heard a lot about Donovan Mitchell. I want to say Donovan Mitchell. There was like zero analysis or thought into it. it was just, <laughs> I, I'm going to pick Donovan Mitchell to be different. But I was right, so I'm taking it. I'm owning it. Yeah, I hate you for it. I'm going to run around as, with a big banner that said, I picked Donovan Mitchell for Rookie of the Year. Is he going to win it, though? I hope so. Because everyone's, everyone's saying that um, Ben Simmons should have been a legit all-star this year. Well, so I think I think the Ben Simmons Jonathan Mit- or Donovan Mitchell I, thing I is bet very close. There's a couple things here. Don, the Jazz are in a position to maybe get into the playoffs, and then the Jazz also have a lot more of veteran leadership on the team than what the San Sixers do. The Jazz just lost their a lot of their veteran. Well, I mean, I mean they still have like well, I guess I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> But, I mean, I think it just depends on, you know, how does Donovan Mitchell do in the, in the all-star in the all-star uh, dunk contest? That will help him. Be people getting exposed to, hey, this guy's really good. And then, you know, and if they make the playoffs and he does something special in the playoffs on a national stage, you know, it's still up in the air. I think it's very much up in the air. Cause, I mean, cause, I think too. Um, because Donovan Mitchell does I – guess he, I guess he's not quite as multifaceted <coughs> as what Jonathan Simmons is. Or Ben Simmons is, mm-hmm. uh, but he's definitely got the score. But I don't think I don't think that Donovan Mitchell 
has as big of a weakness as what Ben Simmons does. I would agree with that. I would say Donovan Mitchell has a higher roof, higher ceiling than uh, Ben Simmons does. But the thing is, is... Ben Simmons has like more to overcome. Every Everything you said about Donovan Mitchell can also be said about Ben Simmons because they're in the playoffs. They got all the stuff. They He can prove himself. And, and Ben Simmons, he's a guy where if he can really learn and continue to improve he could be averaging a triple double every single night easily yeah and so he's he's one of those dudes that i don't know ben's both of them have insane insane amount of growth and i'm really excited to see what happens with them but that's gonna be interesting i'm, I'm excited to see what happens like this is the first year that i'm like legit excited to see who wins rookie of the year yeah because most who really cares about oh he's rookie of the year that's kind of cool but now I'm kind of like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I want to know. I'm more interested in that than the I MVP race. I want to know race. what rookie is. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm quitting me. this podcast. All right. Uh, so, Shaden. So, let's go through and talk about the motives. Oh, I forgot to write. Uh, Derek Rose got shipped off to the to the Jazz, too. I forgot about that. But they waved him a couple days ago. They waved him. And, and he's, he's kind of signed with Minnesota. probably going to get picked up by Minnesota. Yeah. That's, that's what the thing is. But there's a lot of people. We also... Uh, of course, Isaiah Thomas and Channing Fry also are in, with the Lakers. Uh, Isaiah Thomas in their first game had 22. Played really well. He came they off the bench, lost. didn't he? He came off the bench. Uh, no, he started. Because um, <laughs> they don't have Lonzo, yeah, right Lonzo now. But they're saying he will come off the bench, but they're also, which he is not a fan of. But they're also saying that they're going to play them together a lot, which I don't know how well that's going to work. It's going to mm-hmm. be interesting. I, I think the whole Isaiah Thomas being there is a little bit weird for the Lakers organization and unfair to him. So yeah. I, I kind of hope he finds you know somewhere else to go. So speak, speaking of that, I want to talk about what is the motivation behind the Kings, Jazz, and Lakers doing these deals. You know, for the Lakers, it makes a lot of sense. They unload some assets that are valuable, <coughs> but don't necessarily like I don't know like help them right now, and it, yeah. it frees up space for them to go after Paul George and LeBron in the offseason. Like. The Lakers make sense. Lakers make sense. And I, I like building off that, they had these guys who, you know, have a lot of potential and stuff. But th- in my viewing, they weren't really ever going to go any for a lot more further with the guys that they had. So I really actually like that idea. It's, I hated the fact that, not necessarily Jordan Clarkson, but for some reason, Larry Nance, I hate the fact that he's not going to be a Laker. Like yeah. that, made, that makes me feel weird. But I think it was a really smart move for LA, honestly. All right. So why do the Jazz and the Kings the Kings make zero sense to me? So here's what we need. Here's what we've learned. Yeah. Sacramento is just filled with idiots. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're from Sacramento, that, that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> if you're from Sacramento, I'm sorry, but you guys need to go up to the Kings management and just slap them on the face because what are they doing out there? I actually I praise the Kings management. Yeah. At the beginning, and I, I still kind of do. Um, it's just for the fact that. They have all these young guys, and they tried to bring in all these older guys to kind of mentor these young guys into being a good team one day. And I like that. That's a really good idea, if you think about it. But they are putting too much into these older guys that they're trying to get, and it's kind of hurting their team for the future. Yeah, they, they, they've invested in... like Who all's out there right now? Isn't like it Vince Carter and... Dab, and uh, not Dabo. Uh, D, or Debo. Zebo, Zebo. There, there we go. There you go. I was just, just, <coughs> just shut up. Just anyway. shut up. Cole. So yeah, they've got hey, a bunch of old guys hey, and then a bunch of like hey, really young hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. What? Uh, what was I gonna say? I don't. What were you gonna say? You're like looking at me super weird. Are you okay? I don't remember what I was. gonna anyway, say. Anyway, <laughs> so I guess 
So let's move on to the next topic here. Thunder didn't make a move. Were you surprised and are you concerned? Uh, I was surprised. I was extremely surprised. And part of me was a little bit concerned, but another part of me was kind of impressed at the same time because it kind of takes balls for Sam Presti to be like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I want to see where this team goes yeah. and see how this team improves. And you have all these young guys, like specifically Terrence Ferguson, who hasn't got a lot of playing time since. But um, I, I like the idea of him being like, as big of problems we've had, we are still a good team. Like you yeah. can tell, Sam Presti has faith in us, and I like the idea. I really, I, I'm, I'm happy nothing. I'm happens. very glad because apparently the only person, <laughs> the only asset that the Thunder have that people really want is Terrence Ferguson, and I like that the Thunder were not going to go full out like Brooklyn Nets, and we're gonna win right now. With our big three, you know, and yeah. completely just destroy any kind of future they have. Because Terrence Ferguson is a very big part of the future. Yeah, and that's something in the NBA today with the Golden State Warriors. It's like, you can't do that. Because there's no way you're going to be able, any team out there, there's no way you're going to be able to put a team together that's going to legit be able to blow out Golden State. Right. And that's, see, that's, that's one of the things that the Brooklyn Nets, whenever they tried to do that a few years ago, they legit were like, we're totally fine. And then all these really good teams just started sprouting up and they were just like, dang. Yeah, yeah. It was a mess. <coughs> so, you know, for me, I was a little concerned. But I think I think it really boils down to no one really wanted what the Thunder were selling except for Terrence Ferguson. I mean, but, you know, it is it is what it is. You know, you can't always be as active as what Sam Presti has been on the trade on the trade market these last few years. You can't always make it. And, you know, he made the right – I think he made a right call at this point. You know, we'll have to see what's going to happen. Do you think Sam Presti, like, in his office has a bunch of different files and stuff, like, spread across that, like, no one will ever know about? But, like, in his mind, it could work. And he has, like, all these trades and stuff set out. Like, do you think he has a bunch of trades set out for Russell Westbrook that probably no one will ever know? But, like, like it is an emergency plan? Like, oh, he yeah. has a box filled oh, with things yeah. like – that says LeBron James, and he has a bunch of plans or like theories on how to get LeBron James Dude, into Oklahoma City. I, I guarantee you, it's kind of like he's kind of like Batman. <laughs> and uh, what's that Flash movie? That Flash or the the bat the the Justice League movie where Batman has a contingency plan on how to deal with every superhero if they go wrong if they go rogue. And Nerdy, some, but yeah, I, I get yeah, where you're going. Yeah, like that's basically Sam Presti. You know, well, all the NBA GMs are going to be like, "What? You had plans to undermine all of our <laughs> franchises? It's like, what's the plan for you?" I'm Batman. He's like, "I'm Sam Presti." Like, I feel like Sam Presti has a giant red button in his office that's just like destroy it all. <laughs> like, it just like, like releases all this blackmail he's been holding <laughs> up on the, on NBA GMs. When everything starts going bad, he hits it, and like our whole team gets just shipped out. Basically, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that's how I like to picture Sam Presti. You know, he's got oh, all yeah. stuff like that going. Oh on. yeah. Those, the, the eyes behind those those hipster glasses are shifty. <laughs> uh, so, Shaden, who do you... Th- so Thunder have been linked to um, being interested into possibly Tony Allen in the buyout market. Um, There's also rumors of them being after Marco Bellinelli from the Atlanta Hawks, but he's already signed with another team. He signed a 76ers, which I think is the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, he's basically a way worse J.J. Redick. Um Whatever. It just doesn't make sense for their team. That's a whole other podcast, though. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that. So do you think Tony Allen's a smart move? That seems to be the only thing that can really go after at this point. Or, you know. um, 
I would say yeah. I mean, if we can get him for pretty cheap, I would take him just because we do need they, a little bit need, more defense. They they need more defense, and they have that open roster <laughs> spot, so why not fill it? Yeah, and and putting him in there will put one of our other guys back on the bench because our bench scoring has been just horrendous lately, and so that's this whole season, honestly. So that's something we need. Um, Jeremy Grant has still been playing like the goat. He's been freaking oh, amazing Grant's for us. Awesome. He, they um, need to start starting him. Josh Hustis, I really, I really like the idea of. See, I like the idea of starting Josh yeah, you're, and you're not starting right. Jeremy, just you're because Jeremy right. kind of holds that second unit together. And without him coming off, we we're literally just a bunch of G League players. Yeah. And so, and Josh Hustis, he does not look like the Josh Hustis from like two I'm months like, ago. Yeah. He is playing incredible I, defense. He's. Mm, not, I mean, he's not playing like great offense, but he's playing smart offense. I, I, did, I was really surprised that Donovan <laughs> went with starting Abrinas this last game. I think I think it was this last game starting Abrinas was potentially a almost last ditch effort to get Abrinas going and to really have him. It's I mean it feels like Donovan has given Abrinas every chance in the possible world to take over that two guard. Starting role, and, yeah. or to and and it's I don't Abrinas had some really good looks in the game, and he just isn't been, he just hasn't been capitalizing. And, you know, some people were saying, well, he's not getting enough shots. You know, what do you expect a guy to get? You know, five shots throughout the course of you know the whole game, right? But you know, it, it's just it's just like the I, I don't know. It's so weird to see how how much Abrinas has fallen off this season. Yeah, and these past few games he has been playing a little bit. Yeah, better. against Memphis he was awesome. <laughs> He's looking a little bit more confident, you know, taking the shots. And I, I don't know. I think I think it's just I think that's just what it is. It's just nerves, and he's just not, not have that confidence in himself. Like last year, he was really getting that confidence just because we really really needed him. Mm-hmm. And this year, we're trying to figure stuff out. Because I mean, honestly, as much as you hate to say it, this year has been kind of a a really freak out moment because we do have this great team that could blow up at any second. And so we got to do what we can to try and make this a good team, a championship worthy right. team. And if Abrinas isn't going to do that for us, we're not going to be able to play him. Whereas last year it was kind of like, look, there's no way we're probably going to make the finals. So let's kind of have fun with it. Let's play around. Let's, yeah. let's just go out there and play our style of basketball where this year, as much as we need to be playing like that, we're just not. We're kind of playing like a freaked out team that feels like they should make it to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. It's weird. I don't know. Poor All right, so kind of a recap of this last like week and a half or so. <laughs> the the Thunder lose to the Lakers. We well, have eight minutes left. Mm-hmm. All right, so we had so they lose to the Lakers. They beat Golden State. Lost to the Lakers again. Right, and then they beat Memphis. It was a wild up and down week and a half. Why can we never beat the fucking Los Angeles Lakers? What is wrong with the Thunder? They're two and two against them this season. And granted, the second loss was without Russell and uh, Mello. Still, it's like, come on, you guys have you guys have enough firepower to beat the freaking Lakers. Lakers are terrible this year. Um, So then Russ and Mello came back last night for the Cavs game. Russ looked kind of rusty, but here's an interesting fact. Um, the big four of the Thunder scored ninety points. It's crazy, and but the but they still lose the game by what ten points? Yeah, something like 10, that. Something like that. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just it's weird. really weird. I've got to admit, watching that game last night, maybe it was so weird seeing Carmelo and LeBron go at each other and being like, Carmelo's on the Thunder. You know, yeah. like it's it's like still hitting me that it's weird that it's like 
oh, it's these two great players who, you know, a few years ago were like two of the best players in the league going at each other. They're good friends. It's like, this is awesome. And then you're like, they're in Oklahoma City. What is going on? Like, <laughs> it's so weird. It like it's still hitting me like that. I'm going to be honest. I'll wake up some mornings and be like, Oklahoma City has a basketball team. And then be like, Oklahoma City has a good basketball team. Yeah. Am I dreaming? Like, what's going on <laughs> you, right you, now? You need me to come in your room and slap you in the face? To, like, Probably. Wake up! Probably. <laughs> All right. So, just a, just a quick update. OKC is up by 20 on Memphis. Oh, nice. Half. So, doing pretty well. Memphis is terrible. So, I hope that helps. I hope that helps boost some confidence. In <laughs> All right, Shaden. I'm re- you ready to talk about this last idea that I have that I really want I really want to get into and discuss. We've already had some nerdiness on the podcast today. But we're going to get even nerdier. Are you ready? Yes. We're ready to take this nerd dive with me. Yes. So oftentimes, Russell Westbrook and Paul George have been referred to as Batman and Robin. Okay. And I want to ask over the... So (coughs) essentially, we'll start out with this question. Batman has had several Robins, right? Okay. uh, Dick Grayson, uh, Jason Todd... Damian Wayne. Who was the? Well, there's a fourth one, right? Tim Drake Tim, before Damian Wayne. Oh, Tim Drake. If you listen to this podcast, and please don't judge. Look, here's the thing: if you don't like Batman, just stop the podcast here, all right? No, keep listening. You maybe you'll learn something new and cool. Don't listen. <laughs> Why would you tell people not to listen anymore? Anyway, so which Robin is Paul George? That's a really weird question. <laughs> I, know, I was just thinking of it. I thought it's a fun thing to ask. It's a fun question. Question to ask, but it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, right, it does. Because because Russell Westbrook's Batman, and and then Paul George is considered to most people to be the second best player on the team. Well, here's the thing. So Kevin Durant was always Batman. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook was always Robin. Mm. That's how it was. At the you time. can't say mm, that's how it was. Yeah, fine. So Russell Westbrook is kind of like like Kevin or Batman kind of died or kind of turned to the Joker. Yeah, so so Russell kind of turned into so Batman. so Russell. So okay, let's let's do this. Russell's te- technically Dick Grayson, who has taken on the role of Batman. No, okay, I'll say that, and then and I will and say then Paul George is like Batgirl or something. Paul George and Batgirl. <laughs> Paul George is Alfred. No, that's Carmelo. Carmelo's yeah, out. Carmelo's out. He's just kind sure. of he's there helping everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say and then Nick Collison is Jim Gordon. I'm right? gonna say Paul George. Yes, Nick Collison is Jim Gordon. But I'm gonna say Paul George is Jason Todd because he's there mm-hmm. and great for Batman, but we still don't really know no. if he's gonna stick with Batman. Yeah, that's a good point. We don't know if he's just gonna go off and start killing. people. He could go off and start murdering people in L.A. <laughs> yeah, but. Who knows? Who knows? I'm gonna say that he he's too kind though to be a Jason Todd. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Here. Let if me... you guys haven't noticed, we're really big nerds. We're, we're huge nerds. We so like all right. Though. So last year, last season, 2016, <coughs> 2017, Russell was definitely considered Batman, and Victor Oladipo was definitely considered uh, Robin. Okay. So what Robin was Victor Oladipo? Victor Oladipo would have been Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Yeah. I thought I, I thought we were matching like personality wise. You know, oh, like personality what, wise, yeah, per, like personality wise. You know, okay, what, what per, are they? What are they? What do they most resemble? You know, shoot, dude. Well, Russell would have definitely been Jason Todd then. Okay. When, whenever we had Kevin as Batman, Russell would have been Jason Todd. Oh yeah, that's I can agree with. So that. I would say, I would say Victor Oladipo. I'm gonna say Victor Oladipo was a Tim Drake mm-hmm. just because he was kind of like cute, like innocent dude. Yeah. You know, and he would like sneak up on you of how good he was, and then I'm gonna say. Uh, I'll say Paul George is Tim Drake. So you have two Tim. You have not two? Tim Drake. Dick Grayson. Dick, Dick Grayson. Okay. And then and then so so in the Batman universe, who is Carmelo? 
He's Alfred. Oh yeah, he's Alfred. I forgot about he's that. that he's that. that old man. What about Stephen Adams? Who's sitting in the back. Stephen Adams is like I don't know Clayface or something. <laughs> who who would Stephen Adams be? Oh, we got to make him a hero, right? I don't. He would be. Uh, uh, oh oh. Uh, who's the in the in the last Arkham game? Who was the guy with the sword that you have to you train to be the next you, or whatever? Uh, uh, Asriel. Yeah. There. Why is he Azrael? Because he's he's big and armored and stuff. No, and that's Steven stupid. Okay, that makes okay. no sense. He's more like Bane. He's like Bane? a good. Okay. He's there like a good go. guy version a of Bane. a good guy version of Bane. <laughs> he's like the Bane that we put too much. Uh, what is it? Venom inside of him, so he's too stupid to realize that he's pl- fighting with there the good go. guys. There you go. Not that Stephen Adams is stupid. No, Stephen Adams is by no this means. This is the thing. Stephen Adams would love this podcast because we're talking about nerdy stuff. Yeah, listen to other podcasts, Stephen. We're not going to be talking about anime on here, Stephen, but we okay. do love you. <laughs> All right. Well, Shaden, I guess that's... Are we out of time? Uh, we Yeah, we're pretty much out of time. All right. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the nerd section. We're going to call... We're, I was going to call that the NBA Nerd Relations. If you guys oh, like segment. it, please let us know because we can definitely integrate more. If you guys yes. don't like it, please let us know because we will stop it. Yeah, we will stop. Either way, please let us know. <laughs> Calvin, pretty much since you're the only one that listens to this, let us know if you liked it or didn't. If you if you do not like it, though, we probably will still do it. Yeah, probably. We don't care. I don't know. If Shaden lets me do it again, I'm definitely, I've am definitely. got an idea for next week already. So oh, <clears throat> thank you, everybody, for listening. Go follow the Ocast at the Ocali Ocast on Twitter. Follow us at Slim underscore score basketball bedlam brother too uh they're kind of like a sister station whatever <laughs> uh and if you listen to this us on uh itunes uh leave us a review and give us a rating it really would help us out get the podcast out there show more people that we're we're pretty funny we like to keep it loose and we like having fun so help us out help us keep doing this I like to keep it loose <laughs> yeah let's keep it loose you know hey guys this is like, nice and we're a loose nice and limber you know <laughs> shut up like Anyways, those, like those dudes on TNT last night that really scared me. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, Stephen Adams. If you're out there, please uh, listen to us and yeah. maybe join us for a podcast. We sometime. love you. <laughs> we we do love you. You're our favorite. So, uh, anyways, thanks guys so much for listening to the podcast and. Great.